Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. All right, quick fit tip. Asymmetrical training. Again, one of those terms some of you may have heard of, many of you might not. And those who have heard of it, probably still somewhat confused as to what it is. So that is the subject of today's Fit tip. Now, I did do a fit tip not too long ago on offset training. Very similar, kind of part of this. So I will talk about that. But if you want a little bit more info on this type of training, listen to that podcast I did, Quick Fit Tip on offset loading. But the related, and I will talk about that as well. All right. So let me just go back to when I was a trainer, a couple quick stories that relate to this. I had one client who, when I would ask him to do a dumbbell bicep curl, standing dumbbell bicep curl, one arm would go up ridiculously faster than the other. So much stronger on one side than the other. And that is typical. Not like that. (laughs) That was atypical in that like it was so pronounced, but we are not symmetrical. I would have those clients too that were a little too focused on the aesthetic and would fixate on the fact they would look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, look, I am not symmetrical. Oftentimes I didn't see it. It wasn't visual, but it was to them. They'd say things like, you know, look at my calves. One is bigger than the other. Oftentimes, no one else noticed, right? But we're not symmetrical. We're not symmetrical, often visually, not 
to a large degree, as this and, and many other clients perceived, but definitely from a strength perspective. And that can cause problems. And so we want to employ so many different kinds of training. And that is a big part of this short discussion is that this is not the one way. This is something you will add into your training to help balance out those asymmetries as well as potentially do a couple other things. Okay, so asymmetrical training is, again, similar to that offset loading, or it is one type of offset loading. And so let me give you four, actually three, and then a fourth I'll add in as a combination of the two quick types of asymmetrical training. You go, what the heck is it? How do I do it? Right? Well, it's loading one side of the body, just one side. Okay, so for those of you who know what a farmer's carry is, You may have seen people doing this in the gym or online. You're holding dumbbells or kettlebells, something in both hands, and you're walking. (laughs) It's a great way to strengthen the lower body, right? And one way you make this asymmetrical is you just hold one dumbbell, a dumbbell or a kettlebell, something you load the body on one side and not the other. So that is one type of asymmetrical training. Again, why would you do this? Couple reasons that I'll outline shortly, but one is to help with those asymmetries, right? You're going to hold it on your weaker side to help balance out your body. Then the second is offset loading, right? Where you're going to use two different weights. So let's go back to the Farmers carry, you're going to hold maybe a 20-pound dumbbell on one side and a 15 on the other. So two different weights on either side of the body. And let me go back to the first one. If you need one more example, it would be doing a dumbbell chest press with just one dumbbell. So that's loading one side of the body with just a weight on that side and no weight on the other side. Okay? That was number one. Just another example. So you got farmers carry and then the dumbbell single arm chest press, but only holding one for that entire set. Okay. Then again, number two, using two different weights on either side of the body that goes to offset loading. Okay. So that is another way of doing asymmetrical training. So offset loading is in essence, a form of asymmetrical training, just words, right? And finally, you can perform exercises unilaterally versus bilaterally. I'm a huge, huge proponent of unilateral exercises. If you've read my books like The Marathon Method and The 12-Week Triathlete, one of the reasons I am injury-free are unilateral exercises. So really quickly, if you're doing a squat with both feet, bodyweight squat, normal, typical bodyweight squat, that's bilateral, two feet. If you are doing a single leg squat, maybe you put a ball, a big inflatable stability ball against the wall, you lean against it, then you stand on one leg, I'm doing it as I speak, and you go up and down, that's unilateral. So that takes out the dominant side, that allows you to focus on one side at a time, right? Because yes, one side of the body tends to dominate. And when we do bilateral exercises, that strong side, that dominant side tends to take over. And that goes for doing a barbell bicep curl, right? If your right arm 
is a little stronger, it is most likely going to do more work as you are trying to curl that bar towards your body. When you use dumbbells, it takes that out to some degree, right? So then the question is very simple. Many people would have, well, why wouldn't you just do those unilateral exercises? Because research is showing that there might be more to it. There's definitely more to it in, let me give you three quick reasons, okay? Your core, right? So when you are holding just one, like when you're doing the farmer's carry, your core has to stabilize yourself in a totally different way than if you're holding two dumbbells, right? So you're doing the farmer's, care, farmer's walk, farmer's carry, whatever you want to call it. You're holding one dumbbell and you're walking, you're out of balance. So how does your body resist that rotation and overcome that asymmetry? You're using more muscles and a huge part of that is from your core. So amazing. Throw the word functional out there. I believe all strength is functional, but I understand why the term is used the way it is. You are going to recruit more core musculature, stabilization, functional, different, right? And then you're going to, again, strengthen the non-dominant side in isolation of the dominant side. So we talked about that, right? You want it to be in isolation, but when you are doing it with like a farmer's carry, you're adding in that core stability. So you're getting a different uh, effect, an added effect as well. But here is the very cool thing. And this is what gets me excited. It all gets me excited. But what the research is showing and what you would experience when you do this is there's a different mind-body connection, right? When you have to concentrate on using one side of the body that is loaded or loaded differently from the other, there's a neural component. Still learning about it. I don't see a downside to it. You don't want to, again, do this exclusively. But as part of your exercise arsenal, what an amazing new workout if you're not doing it. How many times a week should you do it? I would say one for the vast majority of people. One time. Asymmetrical. I mean, many different ways to program it in. But we want to get strong first. You got to build that base of strength. So I would go in this order, bilateral, right? You got you to gotta get good first. Then unilateral, right? And then the different, one or two different methods of asymmetrical training, either loading just one side of the body, doing the offset loading, as I said, and let me give you just one more option, doing unilateral and asymmetry at the same time. What is that? Very simple, a one-legged dumbbell deadlift, okay? So just more options. And one great thing about options and variation, it keeps you interested. Going to the gym can be really boring if you're doing the same thing over and over again. And if you do the same thing over and over again, you're going to stop seeing the same type of results. You're going to plateau as your body gets acclimated to that. So it's just another element to add in to your training repertoire based on your goals. But when one of the major goals for myself and hopefully for you, is to stay injury-free and to help balance out those asymmetries because we're only as strong as our weakest link, then asymmetrical training, along with that offset loading element, 
is a great way to do it. All right, so there you go. Try it once a week. If you're working out three times a week, do your traditional workout. And you can even do it within. Everything doesn't have to be asymmetrical. But if you're doing three strength workouts, doing two of your normal ones and throwing in some offset loading, some asymmetrical training, going to mix it up, going to make it more interesting, and going to challenge your body in a different way. You're adding in the core musculature. You're adding in a neural component, which is going to make mind-body connections different and better potentially. And these are all good things. All right, there you go. Asymmetrical training. Questions, comments, reach out. Tom H. Fit. Instagram and Twitter, Tom H. Fit. You can also email me through fitnessdisrupted.com. Please follow the show, subscribe to the show, rate the show, whatever you can do. It's greatly appreciated. Greatly appreciated. And the most recent book is The Micro Workout Plan, which is the basics that I just talked about. Bilateral, unilateral, stuff that keeps me injury-free. But it's about variation. Not one way. You know, this was once pitched to me by someone, the offset loading, and it was like, this is the way. It's not unilateral. So they, they had to denigrate unilateral training to pitch the asymmetrical slash offset loading. No, no. They're all good. And if you do all of these things a little bit, it's the excessive moderation people. If you do some bilateral training, some unilateral training, some asymmetrical training, holy smokes, are you going to be in great shape? Holy smokes, are you going to be functionally fit? And at 53, my goal is to be able to do everything I want to do, like run across the Grand Canyon, not once, but twice. And think I'd go back. Now I think I may go back again sometime in the future. So amazing. But my point is to do different things consistently so that you can have your best life. Because that's my goal for this show. All right, enough. It's a fit tip. We're done. Thank you for listening. I'm Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.